your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. Bringing you another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche, and it's Friday. Mr. Shaggy Von Doom is with me, as he has been most Fridays. What's going on, man? How you been? I'm doing doing pretty good. Yeah, it feels like hockey. It feel I can feel uh, it in the air, man. I'm telling you, just like scrolling through social media, which is something that you know, I just sometimes you catch yourself doing it you're like why am i just sitting here because i'm just bored today and i just find myself scrolling but i had no problem doing that yesterday uh because it was just and it was beyond the avalanche stuff it was you know just anything i was soaking up anything any team wanted to post uh i kind of feel like is this the best day of the year i mean yeah always day one puck drop is always great but this just gets the the motor going, in in yeah. my opinion. I absolutely love that. It's just you just throw out the phrase like "hockey's back." You know what I mean? There's nothing better than that. Yeah, hockey's back. You get to see new faces in new places. You get to see yeah. the media drops. It's just you can't get enough. You love it. So thank you everybody for uh, making this your first stop of the day. And uh, yeah, you can follow the show on social media outlets: L O P N underscore Avalanche. On Twitter, locked on avalanche on Instagram. Uh, send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to locked on avalanche at gmail.com. And of course, follow the show's YouTube channel. Search for locked on avalanche over there. All right. So Kyle's joining me again, like we said, on a uh, Friday episode. And yeah, we got, uh, I mean, the past 48 hours have just been what you want. You know, it, yep. it, it just makes you feel like, all right, because. The offseason, while it was short, uh, once we got past the majority of signings, it was just, you know, you're just like clawing through sand to to come up with anything of relevance. And now it just seems like, all right, every day we're going to have something to look forward to, whether it's practice, whether it's, you know, an individual player, whatever it is. Um, it's just exciting to know that we can talk about hockey pretty much or relevant hockey pretty much every day uh for the next eight months <laughs> mm. so that's great so uh when it comes to the avalanche um yeah day one of practice things looked pretty good day one everybody's you know i think maybe overextending themselves a little bit and you have kind of guys that maybe are, are it's their first uh camp yeah. and their first practice and they're going like super hard and when after like 10 minutes they're gassed because yeah. they don't know they, they want to impress i get all that uh but it's it's just stuff like that and and uh for the abs uh still some interesting things going on we were under the impression that Devontae's was the only one not healthy but we did see kel mccarr in a red no contact sweater i don't think there's any concern here but don't tell that to an avalanche fan uh what was your thinking when you saw uh, the image of Cam McCarr out there in a red red jersey? Well, ironically enough, it was I saw it while I was at work, and it was actually tweeted out by you. And I was like, "Oh, that's Kale." And I was like, "Oh, wait a minute!" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, 
And I even think I commented back. I was like, um, yeah. like, what's going on here? <laughs> because, you know, and it's like, like I said, Jared Bednar said, Devontae is the only one, not a hundred percent. And then we see that and we're like, is this starting already? Is this going to be year number three in a row where the avalanche are just prone to injuries and we haven't even played a game yet. Now it's, now it's nipping, nipping us in the bud, like uh, in preseason, in, in training camp, not even preseason. Uh, and it's already nabbing us. Like what's going on here. But Jared Bednar did come out and say that um, it was basically precautionary. He had a, he had a procedure done over the summer, uh, but didn't say what it was. Um, and uh, what else did he say? Team is going to take its time with him. He'll be good to go. I don't have any concern that he, you know, day one he's going to be he's going to be ready. I think that's. Yeah. But why not throw this in there yesterday or now two days ago? If you're listening to this on Friday, when you threw out Devon Taves, why not throw out Cal McCarr there? Is was that calculated and not getting like the fan base maybe riled up for nothing? Because is the impression that he's not going to miss time where Taves is going to miss time? I think that was probably it. Uh, Taze was going to miss time and his absence get out ahead of that storyline before it starts going out. Right. And just if Kale is a precautionary thing, because I don't remember him having anything nagging towards the end of the season. No. So no. Um, if this is precautionary, don't announce it. Like, don't let the focus be everybody just picking apart everything he does in training camp today or yesterday. Like, just let him do his thing. It's precautionary. Don't worry. He's going to be good. Um, I, I'm not as freaked out, but we're in mid-season form already, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. For for an Avalanche fan, it's, you see that and you think worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, Jared Bednar, I think, is thinking like there, there's no need to panic, so I'm not going to talk about him being not or not being 100% uh, if there's really nothing there. Yeah. He could have said something like, uh, you know, Taves is going to be out for the beginning of the season. Uh, and tomorrow for practice, you'll see Cam McCarr in a red jersey, but don't worry about it. That would have put me at ease. But just when he's like, she just shows up, bam. And you're like, yeah. okay. And then during practice, uh, why not? Uh, Nathan McKinnon takes a puck to the grill. Uh, he was skated off, was, was bleeding, came back. And then if you saw his, uh, post-game press conference had a nice little gash right here with some stitches coming down from his lip. That, that's nothing that's going to keep him out long-term, but it's just like, should we not practice and just <laughs> go straight to game number one? So we, if these guys are going to get hurt, just get hurt in a game. It worked for Miko. I mean, uh, he yeah, he skipped a, a whole training camp a couple years ago. So why well, not? What's his name for Tampa? Should we do yeah, true. Yeah. We'll put uh, the whole team on LTIR. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, and and that's that's day one. Day one, we got Cal McCarr in a red jersey, and then uh, Nathan McKinnon takes one to the face. But both seem to be fine. Um, Jared Bednar also was asked about these second round exits in the playoffs and is that a concern and he didn't seem too concerned about it he's using it as ammunition yeah and he's using it as the, the all you know there's a lot of guys 
on this team that have been through all of those losses. Um, so he's kind of using it and turning it into a motivational piece, uh, which I like, but he, you know, he says that that's just our friend of his or something like that told him, you know, I think the hockey gods were not looking down on you. And he's like, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, I think it's good not to dwell on that. You don't want to say, especially in the beginning of the season, um, when training camp is starting, you don't want to say, yeah, well, we have a really good team. And I think we're, you know, we have a really uh, good shot to win the president's trophy again. And if not, we'll definitely be, a, you know, high in the standings and a good seat in the playoffs. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're looking out for that second round. You can't plant that seed in, in the, the preseason and in training camp, because now that's all your guys are going to be thinking about the regular season, whatever. And then as soon as you get to the playoffs, your players are going to be thinking, remember what coach said back in the day or back in uh, September? Yeah, it's not good. And and I don't think he's not saying that because he doesn't want to do that. I think he truly believes what he's saying. I think he truly believes that you learn from your failures. And I think a lot of guys on this team are angry and ticked, and they are going to use that as ammo for the duration of the season, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think Bednar understands it's not a tangible, like, we just physically can't get past the second round. The past two exits, you could chalk that up to running out of gas. I mean, mm -hmm. last year we had to go through a very physical series, even though it was a sweep with St. Louis, and then play against Vegas, and we ran mm -hmm. out of gas. And you could easily see it towards the end of the series. Same against Dallas the year before. We just ran out of gas. That was an exhausted team. And I think Bednar knows that's the focus. It's not the mental hurdle of getting over the second round. It's the physical hurdle of finishing the race. And uh, Nathan McKinnon said something pretty telling on, he was on the 31 thoughts podcast. Um, and he kind of said, he goes, every, once things started going downhill, everyone was afraid to make a mistake. Yeah. Um, and that's just the mentality you cannot have. Like you yeah. gotta be okay with making a mistake as long as you're, you know, trying, you know, working your butt off and a mistake happens that hockey is a game full of mistakes. It, it is. Yep. So you can't be afraid to, especially your superstar player. Uh, if he's including himself in that line, I really hope they did learn from that then. So, and I uh, think having an actual real training camp this year will improve that camaraderie with the team yeah. where there's not that fear of making a mistake because you have more faith in the lines behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then quickly he did mention uh, the goalie situation and he, he brought up Darcy Kemper and said he's one of the most competitive players on the team. Um, kind of gave Pablo Francois, which we know he was going to be the backup, but um, we didn't, you know, we don't know how much time they're going to split, but it sounded like this is, this is Kemper's team and they're going to lean on him pretty heavily. And for a guy that's kind of known for injuries, it's a little bit scary, but if it happens, I think a lot of Avalanche fans are okay with Francois stepping in. He's done it time and time again in the past. Yeah. And if, you looked at any of the footage from camp. Darcy Kemper is a beast. He is giant. He He's is, a big guy. He is giant. And, I mean, we talked about it when we matched up with him in the playoffs. Like, he's an incredible talent. And with him in the burgundy and blue, he's going to be an asset. And he's not going to have to try so hard. He's not going to have terrible defenses like he's accustomed to. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's got better shot selection to block. So, I think Kemper is going to be all right. And we have, and we know what we're getting in Francois. 
and he's a likable guy, Darcy yeah. Kemper. You know, when you see when you see, he's just night and day. Like when when he's doing his press conferences, he's just so likable and approachable and relatable. And then on the ice, he's one of those guys that can like flip that switch and uh, it's go time. So, yep. Um, all right. For us, <clears throat> let's get to bet online and then we'll kind of talk about lines. We're, we're going to kind of try to predict what the opening day lines are going to be for the Avalanche because <clears throat> obviously with Taves being out um, and then a couple spots in the forward section could get a little bit interesting. So mm-hmm. we'll kind of take a dive into that. But first, betonline.ag, football season and uh, the pro and college levels, obviously back in action. And you can get in on the action with betonline.ag with a new updated site and interfaced even more odds, props, and contests. Betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. And when you do, you will receive a 100% welcome bonus. That is double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, obviously our hockey is right around the corner. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. They are your online sports book experts. Also brought to you by Direct TV Stream. And I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of the entertainment that you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So stop waiting. Get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. Once again, go to directtv.com and learn more about Direct TV Stream. All right, sir. So, yeah, lines. Um, uh, it, it, it's going to be Jared Bednar is no uh, it's no secret that he does not mind changing lines up as he sees fit. Sometimes on the fly um, and even maybe just for a shift or two and then he'll move somebody. He did that with Gabe Landeskog a few times. So we kind of wanted to go through these lines. We'll do the forwards first and see what or what we think is going to be the opening day uh, roster. And, I, you know, the first line, <clears throat> we, we know that it is what it is. You're going to get Landeskog, McKinnon, and Rantanen. Although I think it is important to know, like, that will probably get broken up at some point during the season. Uh, <clears throat> it, I, I, you know, to, to start the year, you absolutely do that. Yeah. You, you go out guns blazing. Uh, here's our big three. Try to stop them. Good luck. And you run for that as long as humanly possible. And then if they're having a little bit of a dry spell down the road, he's moved uh, Gabe Landeskog down. Yep. So, um, but opening day, top line is the top line. Yep. That's that's not going to change. Second line, um, I, you know, I, and I think we'll we'll have a, a good second line. But this is the interesting thing: is like I'm interested to see what, who you think it's going to be. Because you might have something different than me who might have something different from somebody else. Like, yeah, the Avalanche should have a solid second line. But what is that line going to look like on day one? What do you think? Uh, It's got to have Kadri, Berkey, and maybe Nuke. Really? I mean, 
Okay. I mean, see, I think that the consensus is Kadri and Burakovsky. Um, I think Burakovsky is a lock here. And mm-hmm. I would say Kadri is like a 99% lock. I don't, and that, um, Jared Bednar also did say something else about him specifically, Nazem Kadri, yeah. um, saying like, he doesn't have, he, he's not concerned about Nazem Kadri and the way that he plays. He said, since he's been to Colorado, he's been <clears throat> basically a model citizen. Uh, he felt that hit was a hockey play. He wasn't out to do anything malicious. So Nazem Kadri has the backing of Jared Bednar. Because of that, I think it's a no-brainer that he's going to be on that second line. <clears throat> so who's going to be that third guy? You you think it's uh, Nachuskin? Yeah. Very well could be. Um, I wouldn't be against that. I just feel – I just – I don't know. I think they want to put Newhook up there. <clears throat> I do. I think they want to put him in there, and and Bednar has said we, we want to give him – as many opportunities as possible and um, centers his natural position. They want him to play his natural position. So I do, I think to start the year, Alex Newhook is your second line center. Interesting. Cause yeah. I, I had him, I had him on the next line, which is what um, I had him. I had, I had new hook. This is starts now. This is where everything gets a little weird because mm-hmm. when you're looking at this training camp roster, I honestly, with everything that's been coming in, this is where you would go new hook Joe's Comfer. Okay, I am uh, you know me and JT Comfer. Like, I, I want to give that guy as much credit as possible and <clears throat> continue working with him. And I like what he does in the playoffs. <clears throat> Um, I, I don't know. I don't feel like he's done anything to warrant a second or a third line starting gig right now. I think I they can all work off each other really they, well. They and could. They, could, they could claim that line as theirs. And it's almost like this is ours. They could claim it, work off each other and ascend as one. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think, I mean, it is important who you put him with. I, I yeah. will say that. So, uh, I mean, for me, it would. So, who did you have? You had uh, New Hook, New Hook, Jost and Confer, and that that's not horrible. I, you know, I think Jost and Confer do play well, but I would have, um, I'd have Jost, uh, Nachuskin, and who's my other guy here? Mm. So you're dropping Nuke to the third line. Yes, yes. To start. Interesting. To start. Interesting. See, um, my while you're man. while you're looking for your your third piece, the reason I would have Nuke on that second line, especially if this is your night one Chicago Blackhawks game, yeah. you want to go out there with your 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 banner line of Gabe, Miko, and Nate, yeah. and then continue that physicality with Kadri and Nuke. And Berkey being your 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 shot maker, and you just keep mm-hmm. that rolling, and then that's why I, I promoted Justin Comfort to that third line with Newhook, and it's like a never ending barrage. And that fourth line just goes out there and plays safe, don't yeah. make any mistakes, and then turn it back over to that top line, and then rinse, wash, repeat, 
seven nothing we beat chicago <laughs> um <clears throat> no i well i don't i just don't i mean i could be totally wrong and there's a very good possibility that comfort would start on the third line and, and if again if he does wouldn't be surprised but I feel like putting him on uh, a fourth line where he could be easily be the best player on the ice between both teams' fourth lines might be something that I would that would appeal to me. But for a third line, uh, I think I would go Jost, um, Nachuskin. So you'd have to move somebody to a right wing. So it might have to be Comfer and have Jost center that. And having to choose on the left. Okay. I'm kind of talking myself into putting JT Confer on the on the third line on the right. So we kind of have the same one, right? Just except I have Nichuskin and you have Newhook. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the fourth line, who do you got? This is where I get really creative, and mm-hmm. it's for good reason because going into it knowing we're playing Chicago, this is my Eagles line. <laughs> you got, <laughs> okay. You got you got Sampo Ranta. Yep. You've got um you got Sampo Ranta, you've got Jason Megna, and you got Ooh. LOC. You think Jason Megna's gonna get the start? I say you think so? If I say now or never. Hmm. Fourth fourth line, give them that opportunity and go out there against Chicago. They they can work together. They know yeah. this can happen. And I really think this is the year that, I mean, he hasn't done anything to this point up to the point of recording where it like, he doesn't look like he can make the team, but doesn't look like he could go back to Loveland. Yeah. Give him that shot. Because <clears throat> we need, we need to evaluate pieces as well for this trade deadline, because with the tight cap, people are going to be making moves and knee jerk reactions. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, give him that shot game one. I mean, what's it going to hurt? You're just turn whatever mistakes you're turning it over to that top line. Yeah. Well, I mean, and in doing that, along with Sampo Ranta, you are you're not giving starting nods to kind of your two two acquisitions and Darren Helm, who by all accounts had a very good first day of camp, um, and Maltsev. Mm-hmm. So I think because of that, I think the Avalanche want to give those guys a go first. I love Sampo Ranta, but just talking this out, uh, Logan O'Connor is going to be there. We mm-hmm. know that. Um, Ranta is a natural left winger. I mean, you could move him around, but you know, Maltsev is a center, so I think they're going to go with Maltsev in the center position. I th- if Helm continues to have, I know it's only one day, but if he has a good training camp. I don't see again, like there's just too too many players and not enough spots. See, so and I when you talk about um implementing the acquisitions into this lineup, I'm gonna pull a line from the great prophet Lee Corso and say, Not so fast, my friend. Yeah. They're coming yeah. from teams that don't ex- that don't cycle the puck, that don't play the power play like we do, that don't possess the same speed we do. Mm-hmm. And the last thing you want is to put a fourth line out there that all looks like deer in the headlights. Just, you want them. No, I get that. Yeah, I get that. You want them to get more acclimated than just a, a training camp in a preseason. They need to experience game one with this avalanche. Let them sit on the bench for a little bit. Let it ride it out. 
um, let us go through maybe the first 10 games of the season, then slowly implement them in. But they're not mm. these talents that we acquired are not plug and play caliber, uh, especially with this fourth line that already kind of worked together and they know how things go and have worked up through the system. Yeah. That experience with the Avalanche system, I think, differentiates the new acquisition, uh, new acquisitions. It's, I mean, it, it's one of those things where it's do you go with the the younger guys who just haven't had their opportunity yet with the Avalanche, but know the system, or yeah, new acquisitions. I don't know. I feel like they're they're um, they're high on Maltsev, and I feel like you know, like I said, if if Helm continues to have, if he has a great camp. I think he he wins out, and I think Ranta goes, and Ranta's going to play this year. You know what I mean? It's not to say that he's not going to get time. This is just day one puck drop. What's the team going to look like? And I, I think because you know, if if the if the decision is to go between a, a veteran or you know a, literally a rookie with Ranta, they're gonna. I think they're gonna go the route of the veteran. I think to start the season. Um, and see and give those guys the opportunity to work out the kinks. And if it doesn't happen, then you bring the youth up. Yeah, I, I come to this um, this determination with that fourth line because of the experiment that we went through with Vlad Nemestikov yeah. and how long it took him to really get going. And yeah. it's one of those that are you giving a roster spot for a tryout here? Like, is this a PTO live where mm-hmm. they're really getting that experience? Like it took him like we knew the speed he had. And it took him forever to get going and to contribute. And I don't want the fourth line to feel like a noticeable step back. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, with with Logan O'Connor there, (laughs) dude can play. So, uh, you know, he, he makes me feel good about a fourth line, but, but I mean, you know, he's only one third of of the line. So who else is going to be? I am, and you know, if you listen to the show yesterday, I am really pulling for guys like Shane Bowers. Yeah, really pulling for him. If he can have a good camp and sneak in there and be a fourth line center, then you have Bowers, uh, O'Connor, and then who? I mean, and then if you're going to go that route, if you're going to give it to Bowers, do you then just throw caution to the wind and say like, well, then we'll give Ranta the wing, and then you got Ranta, Bowers, and O'Connor. I would be okay with that. And I almost pulled the trigger on Kout because yeah, and he's, he also he's another he, one. He needs to prove himself. Yep. And just because of everything we've seen in the in the rookie tournament and camp, I almost wanted to put Foodie in there somewhere, but I want one he, more year of seasoning with him. He's my horse, man. Yeah. You know I'm high on him, but I think it's a little too early for him yeah. right now. He still needs to work on stuff and there's nowhere to put him. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so that would be, you know, I'm going to, if you want to lock me in, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Bowers gets the fourth line center along with Logan O'Connor. And man, I I don't know. I, I heard such good things about Darren Helm yesterday. I think I'll give him the the wing. You know what? I can, and then sample Ranta just waiting for him to not perform and take that spot over. Yeah, I can, I can, and he could be that, that alternate that always would, he could jump in night in, night out. I can, I can, I can get behind that line. All right. 
Well, let's hear from Bilt Bar, and then we'll do some defense. Uh, Bilt Bar, you know it. You love it. Kyle knows it and loves it. It's right there, but you can hear the rapper or you can see it if you're on uh, YouTube. What is it? AMSMR or whatever that is? Whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But did you know that Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? And which one do you have right there, Kyle? I had the the limited edition. This is the double chocolate. Yep. No, no, the cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. That one's good too. Uh, and those are just two of the incredible flavors that you can get from Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. And if you haven't tried them, you can get a mixed box just like Kyle did, where you can get two of each of nine flavors available. Uh, there it is. Beautiful thing. Uh, so not only are the Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar, only four to five grams of net carbs, maybe amazing flavors, all tasting, all healthy. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. All right, uh, defense. Um, and because we're doing, you know, opening day, we're not throwing Devon Taves in here because we know he's not going to be available. Uh, Having said that, he will definitely be on that top line whenever he, or top pairing, whenever he does return with Cal McCarr. But what is the top pairing going to look like for you? It's obviously Cal McCarr, but with who? Sammy G. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I want to. I just want to throw like different things in there just to like stir it up. But uh, that that's I'm, the I'm, smart move, I think. I'm thinking of that beautiful drop in shot right before puck drop. This is first game of the season. You got Nate, Gabe, Miko, and then you got Sammy G and Kale. That's the picture I want right there. That's a solid. That's a solid five, man. Yeah. Oh my god, that's what um, I want. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, could you see? Because again, like with Newhook, he wants to give Byram all the opportunity in the world to get a top four spot. Could you see them doing that just to start the season, knowing that Taves is coming back? Uh, could you see like a Makar and Byram pairing just for fun I'd say, and giggles? I'd say a shift, but not to start the game. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe not to start the game. Start the game, you want your guns out there. So, yeah. All right, so uh, I would agree with you. Gerard and, and McCarr, second pairing. Who do you got? I got, this is where Bowen Byram comes in. Mm-hmm. With the returning. With Johnson. <laughs> Eric Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that would be the best thing for Byram. Um, you know, exactly. you have just a guy who can show you the ropes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, the the one of the youngest guys on the team and one of the oldest guys on the team. But um, I I think everybody in Avalanche land is pulling for Eric Johnson. Yeah. To to have a season to to win a Stanley Cup with the Avalanche. Like everybody is is behind this guy and just to stay healthy because the past couple seasons uh, with COVID and everything and stopping and starting and having uh, bubble hockey and 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 uh, uh, preseason. I didn't even have a preseason. They had a couple of scrimmage games in the bubble, but uh, he always seems to be kind of like youthful, yeah, and and flying around, and then he gets hurt, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the one the injury he had last year was kind of a fluke injury. It wasn't his fault. It was just, you know, he got taken out and smacked his face on the ice. Yeah. You can't fault him for that. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I hope he just has a, a solid, healthy season. Um, I, I do. I think I think getting that rookie camp under his belt and knowing he was head and shoulders above everybody else not gave him a false sense of like, I'm awesome, but like I I, I can do this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he he got he got some confidence going into uh, training camp. I feel, and I think Byram is, I think he will win it out. I I didn't know where he was going to be a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, but the more I see him, the more I hear him talk, and just the the difference in tone he has since when, and and that just comes with maturity. Um, I do. I think he's he's going to take that second spot. And second that's pairing. That's two guys that really need to prove something this year. And yes, yeah, they could really work. They could work off each other and really make that second line. They could even take over that top spot. Yeah, if they really really blend together, they could take over that top spot. I agree. And then the third pairing, you got a lot of good players left. Yeah, you do. Pairing. You got Ryan Murray, who obviously they traded for. You got Curtis McDermott, who they traded for, and his muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I are big Jacob McDonald fans. You yeah. have Dennis Gilbert, who they acquired last year. Um, you have rookies like Justin Barron, who I think maybe is another year away, but is still in the mix. Um, where do you go? This is where I go Ryan Murray and yeah. Jacob McDonald. See, I want to put McDonald there. I thought he played so exceptionally well last year. Yeah. Um, and the only reason, like I just to play devil's advocate, um, you know, do you do you put Curtis McDermott in here anywhere? And that's a question. Like we could have put him in the forwards because they're gonna that's, use him for forwards. That's what I'm I was going to say. I was hearing the talks about him potentially working on moving up to a forward position, like that I like that, but if you don't know where you're going to play, I think he needs to have time to figure that out and let the preseason happen, and then we can make a better determination after the preseason. Like right now, I'm not sure. That's mm-hmm. why I didn't put him in anywhere, but um, we'll have to see how that experiment goes. And, you know, just from a position standpoint, Murray and McDermott are – uh, both on the left side, mm-hmm. um, which you can change that up. I'm not, yeah. you know, that's, that's not a big deal to me, but um, I I don't know. I, I, I love Jacob McDonald, but again, and this will come down to play, like how they are performing. And maybe, you know, this will come down to does McDonald win out a spot? That's always possible. We have to let the, the training camp play out and preseason play out. But um, I think it might be interesting to see what they do with McDermott. Do they put him in that third pairing while Taves is out? Um, and then if he's playing well and Taves come back, that's when you slot him into a forward spot. If one of your forwards is not performing well, then that's the move. You're making a couple moves, really moving him up into the forward position. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, that's that's the mm. reason I – I knew they both played on that side, and you could tell I play a lot of EA Sports franchise mode. Um, yeah. It's about this line cohesion, and like this is just be- while the injury, we're still recuperating from that. And as soon as Hayes comes back, you you take Ryan Murray right back out of there. Yeah, 
You give Taze Murray his time to shine, see how yeah. he works, but then it's it's Taze McDonald. See, and the thing is, like, I would be fine with Murray and and, and uh, Jacob McDonald because McDonald can throw his weight around. Yeah, he, he's not, you know, he's not the size of in the beast that McDermott is, but uh, McDonald's not afraid to let it fly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's not an offensive powerhouse, but he doesn't shy away from it. So you get some some muscle, a little bit of muscle, and you get a little bit of offense. So that might not be the worst pairing either. But, you know, here we are. The only thing that we were unsure about is the third pairing for the, the Colorado Avalanche. And no matter what they come up with between those players that we were just throwing around, either way, it's going to cause a headache for for opponents. And like so and Brian Murray, like he he's been known to play well. And yeah, this is a new team swap sides yep. throw him on the other side like let it all be uncomfortable see how he does and then that's you know exactly who on that pairing you take out when Devin Tays comes back yeah I think he's gonna have a good season Ryan Murray I do I like guys like that that were high picks haven't lived up to it goes to a new city and that new team is a competitor it just brings something out in guys like that so I yep. think he's gonna have a much improved season if you ask me. So, oh, yeah. Well, that's where we stand. Uh, we will uh, be able to check to see how right or wrong we are in uh, just a few short days or weeks. Uh, and we're, yeah, another day closer, man. I cannot wait. So, that's going to be it for today and for this week. So, Mr. Von Doom, throw out where people can find you. You can find me at, at Shaggy Von Doom everywhere you look. Um, you can find me also hosting here in Puckburg over on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. We talk to Miss Allie Monroe tomorrow of the Connecticut Ooh, Whale of the very PHF. Good. Very good. Take a listen to that. Um, all right. So that's going to be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in today and every day. It is always appreciated. Uh, have a good weekend. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of news between these next couple days and uh, have it for you all on Monday. So that will be it. Thanks again. We'll see you guys on Monday. Here's Joey. Go, Abs, go.